What's going on, Big C in the building? I got to do a little baby one. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> now, why the baby dog <laughs> Girl, my little baby. I can't be doing the big one because, you know, I'm still kind of so, you know. Still kind of so, so I got to take it easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I almost forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, I finally done... Um, Trying to get like you know my get rid of my little mommy body and get back to me body you know so <laughs> mm-hmm. so I had oh. found found you know somebody to do it correctly so now I'm just you know gotta take it easy. Hey, I, I get it and I understand. You know, health is wealth. So yes. Hi yeah 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 yeah. Can you believe that I'm still tired? I will no. say that I have done. <laughs> I no. will say that I have done myself a solid, and your girl then got a new mic. Hello, podcast game on professional. Hey. Trying to be. I am trying to be. Let me. Let me. I had. I said. Let me step out of the trenches of recording on my phone mm-hmm. and <laughs> get a mic. <laughs> So, look at me now. (laughs) Oh, man. So, other than inflation, what has been going on your way? What's going on, T? Hey, y'all. Hey, T. (laughs) I be be loving when she pop on. I feel like I feel like we be... We be getting what we need, honey. She be like that a little injection in the turkey. Like the turkey be good, but until you inject that thing, <laughs> she be over here well, be stacking my lips. Like mm. I'm over here. You know, I like to season the sauce every now and then. Girl, yes. <laughs> so what's been going on? What? How has everything for everyone? I know. Um, we are living in wicked inflated times. Uh, <laughs> me personally, I have not done too much complaining about inflation, but I think it's about time that I do. Maybe, you know, maybe the universe will answer to me. Who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> but things have been highly inflated lately. And um, what I'm going to get, it's not only just, you know, the, the economy with this these gas prices. I literally pay six dollars and thirty nine cents gallon. It's definitely inflated. Uh-huh. But not only that, I realized that a lot of things around. I, I'm just tired of inflation. I'm tired of inflated Ooh. attitudes. I'm tired, tired of inflated <clears throat> conversations. Uh, I need things to be back normal. Girl, I do. No, no, no. Seriously, I do. So, um, it you know, inflation has inflated itself upon uh, some people and um, organizations. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how soon we're gonna go back to normal. But inflation has really hit. It is really hitting. 
That thing, yes, to the point where I'm about to start walking, child. Okay. Put <laughs> me on my son's bike. Not the, yes, them little mongoose bikes that had the pegs in the back, and you just holding on to this. Let somebody stand on the back. <laughs> put, I'm going to put the baby on the front handlebars, Mm-mm. and he's going to be on the back pegs. And he gonna get a the left and right signal because hey. it's a struggle out here. Yeah. It is, it is. And then girl, they gonna have the nerve to have people come and siphon your gas. Not only they gonna inflate it, but you got people around here stealing it. Stealing, yes. You Ooh, know what? Child. I can't remember who said. You know, keep a watch out. I heard they're stealing gas. I'm just. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like, now what more can happen in 2022? Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all this. One thing that I will say, um, I can't say I've been dealing with for the past few weeks, but I kind of have. Um, I'm just going to give you an update on me. And this, all of this has taken place since the last podcast. Which, w- which was... <laughs> serious note like i said inflation a lot of things are inflated including um the attempt for a child abduction Mm. yes what's going on or you know who in the dark market is signaling signaling um you know their workers to do the devil's work but it, it is and has have been a thing i know now, you know, I live in suburbs and deep inside of a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Why are people trying to attempt to snatch children deep into a cul-de-sac? Um, there was a situation <clears throat> at the end of my block a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they said that a man jumped over the fence and tried to take a 12 year old now i what i was wondering like okay what sense does that make what was the game plan and i mean okay i'm not even a criminal like that but even i know that what was the likelihood of that actually being a successful kidnap Wait, jumping over the fence, like okay, okay. Yes, like so. You know, these okay, are high here too. That's why I was just like, um. Wait, okay. So this man, somebody money or something, like trying to trying to. So he had a, a twelve year old in his grip and tried to jump the fence with the twelve year old. I don't listen. I am unsure of what that scenario really looks like. I tried to play it in my head like, okay, so you seen a girl in the backyard and you jumped over the fence and you what, tussled with her to were you gonna like walk out of the fence like the usual way or were you gonna try to jump back over? I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. But that was a thing. Um, And then the strangest thing is like a few days before that they said that um, a few exits away someone had tried to um get a kid 
to a nine-year-old, I think, to get in their car, and then they posed as a tree service um, company mm. once the yep. kids ran away. And I was like, what? See, now I got to have the, the nine ready. <laughs> now you got to have more than that. Oh, nah, that's all I need. It's, it'll hold you. <laughs> and it's just like, what in the world? And like, I kind of see why people put up the no solicitation song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really hate it. I've gotten to the point where I don't even answer the door because some people they don't care. They'll still knock and ring your doorbell. Hey, I don't want to bother you. Yes, you do. No non solicitation sign in the front of my damn house. But you know what? I do get it. Some people that is their way to make a living. Others are plotting. So. It sucks mm-hmm. that that hinders people that the innocent people that that's how they do their business and run their businesses is like you know door to door. It sucks that you know you have um, people that have to be on the watch for sketchy individuals that say they're you know knocking on your door to provide a certain service, and really and truly they are trying to take your kid or something crazy like that who knows so that's one of the things that has been happening the past few weeks another thing is i have both i have contacted you both and you both know i got a puppy uh, <laughs> i'm surprised i'm surprised she didn't say i had a puppy I oh she needs to <laughs> she had yeah she definitely had Oh my gosh! I have never gotten rid of a, anything so quick. <laughs> you got rid of it. I was joking. You got yeah, rid of it all, she, she did, Sierra. She did. She that dog is gone, gone, gone. <laughs> what? Not, he got a good home. Listen, <laughs> I I tried. I really thought that I could do it, and then I said, "Okay, this is one of those things." Like I said, everything's been inflated, including me and my attitude. <laughs> I can take care of a, a new baby dog. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then the fact that I already have a dog that is very high maintenance, very laid back. I had the audacity to try to get a dog that was the complete opposite. She is tiny. Mm-hmm. That dog was a huge puppy. He was like full of energy and aggressive and playful. She's like reserved. So they were like full and water. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I had the audacity. I was just like, man. Yeah, it didn't last because he tore up my backyard. Look, listen, when he got in that backyard and messed up them the fruits of them labels. Oh no, ma'am. That dog had to go. <laughs> Honey. Okay, because I told her, I said she didn't invest enough time and she didn't give the dog really a chance, but she didn't prepare. I don't feel like she might have prepared herself neither. Mm. Them type of breeds, they require a lot. They require you to play with them a lot and a lot of um, output, like for them to get rid of that energy because they, they had you going all day. They will go all day. Oh, trust. And he did. He did. <laughs> so, um, shout out to his new owners. 
<laughs> Listen, that dog was very sweet, but y'all know my little my little Yorkshire Terrier. She was looking at me like, "When is this fool leaving?" <laughs> every single day, I kid y'all not. She was, every time he would do something like he would like bump her with his body and stuff like that. She would just look directly at me. <laughs> she looking it. like, oh, oh, this this your new cane. This is <laughs> this your cane. This you decide to bring into the fold, girl. She was she every single day. I'm fighting for my life. That's no, not fighting for my. <laughs> not fighting for my life. Seriously. When I say my, like, and she, you know, she's, you know, if you see my Yorkie, she's blonde. So Girl, that is, a, that is a white woman dog. I don't care. Period. <laughs> I said, I said, wow. Look at her. I said, she defending that white woman, ain't she? <laughs> like, every day. Listen, all, look, all Lily missing is a little string of pearls, child. And she is. She was clutching her pearls. Dog. Listen, a pearl. <laughs> we just want to give a disclaimer. Oh, it's she, my dog. What they mean when they say that is that my dog is high maintenance. She is very uppity. Very. She doesn't like her paws touching anything wet. She doesn't like you know going through grass or anything like that. Like she's. She's definitely a Yorkie. Not a dog. It yeah, yeah. Like she is yeah, not yeah. a dog. She's not. Yeah, not she definitely don't she have the, the mindset of a dog. <laughs> she, she doesn't, but she does know that she can't get on any couches, any beds, none of that. She know I don't play that. And, and at least so. not while you at home, she don't. Oh, honey, okay, I'm not you know at home. She, she outside. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time, but for the most part, yeah. Today uh, was the first day that I left her, but I closed off all of the doors. So she probably was on the couch, but she know I don't play that. But I would like to hope and think that she's doing the right thing while I'm out. Anyways, <laughs> off of that, so that was, the, that was the second thing that happened. Since the last podcast, there's plenty of other things that are probably a little too personal. But so, what's been going on with you guys? I know Sierra, you've you've been on your um, health path. How are you feeling? Yeah. So, I was supposed to. I think I probably mentioned this before. I have I have no filter, no shame. I don't care. I was supposed to get a whole tummy tuck. <clears throat> but then the morning of that surgeon who should not be named was like, oh no, it's too dangerous. I was like, sir, if you don't give me back my money and my time, um, vaccine waters in this in this piece, um, reclaiming my time, because that's exactly what you wasted. So then I had to actually, you know, do a step by step. You know, I was like, okay, well, I still want to, you know, go through the process. So I just got a um my hernia fixed. And let me tell you, down sleep for them two hours was the best sleep I had in my life. I don't remember nothing going in. All I know, I came out. The first thing that came out of my mouth, I was like, are my boobs bigger? That was like, ma'am, um, that's not what you came for. That's that's not what you came for. And I was like, 
And I'm just like waking up and I'm just like touching on myself. I'm like, oh, oh, does it feel bigger? And the man was like, uh, ma'am, you you gonna have to stay here for a couple of more minutes, an hour to you till you get your mind together. And then finally, when I came to, I was like, okay, I know what I came for. But when I tell you the best sleep I had in my life, the best sleep since I had since I was in the womb, I'm telling you that right there was something totally different. Now the the, the after effects is um was bothering me a little bit more. You know, I I was felt like I was going blind at one point. I was like, what? Cause they gave me a patch mm. to put behind my ear for like motion sickness and you know to make sure you know I was stabilized. What they didn't tell me was the side effects that that it'll super like dilate your pupils, girl. I'm walking around the house, shades, clothes, blind, drawn with glasses, wow. looking like Grammy, my little sister, and uh, <laughs> just girl feeling around for stuff. I said. Ain't no way what is happening. I was like, I'm writing up all surgery for the rest of my life. And then my husband, he was like, well, the only thing that you still got on your body that's doing something is the patch behind your ear. Girl, I snatched that patch off and threw it out the window and had him roll over at least by three or four times. Because as soon as I took that off, I, I, I felt better. So that's that's what's happening to me and i'm around here walking like a little granny with a big old booty child i'm limped over you know <laughs> wagging in the back because i can't stand up straight too much but other than that girl i'm 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 on that journey you know and i'm you know i'm still working still grinding so just a little bit slowly but it's still happening so that's what's going on with you girl well, you know, we praying for a safe recovery for you. Yes. Yes, Lord. Mm. Well, in regards to me, I just, I'm back in class. I had spring break last week. Um, not the typical spring break, because I still had any children. So uh, <laughs> the most I got to do was sleep in. But yeah, even that was... That was a blessing in itself. So, yes, sleep. Yeah. Man, then the baby, he's getting older, so he's sleeping longer. Uh-huh. So that is, God is good. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> my oldest has been with his father for the past two weeks. Uh, amen. Can the, can the church say amen? Amen. Um, that's that also is. been a, a necessary, very much needed break that, um, you know, I love my kids, but um, yeah, go on about your business now. Now I'm telling you, preach on, preach on, deaconess team. So now my biggest thing, my biggest issue recently has been co-parenting um, and I, I kind of want to touch on that today. Um, in a sense of the different learning curves between men and women mm. when it comes to not just co-parenting, but just parenting period. Like yes. I'm finding, like I've gotten my oldest once or twice in between the midst of these two and two weeks that he's been gone. Mm. And I'm realizing that the boundaries and the routines that I have set with him aren't being enforced with the other parent. Now I get it. Your household, mm. you do what you want. I'm not trying to, you know, 
dabble in that. But there has to be a clear line of balance for the child to be successful in both households. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that, but that comes with the learning curve that I wanted to talk about is I feel like, you know, with me having him as much as I did and now his father coming back, Mm -hmm. he's so far behind on, he's at that friend stage. He wants Mm -hmm. to be his friend because he's been gone so long. And I'm like, hey, you can't do that. But I can't, but with co-parenting, you can't tell nobody nothing. So you got to let them learn. But I'm like, do my baby. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's my child. And I'm just like, that's my child too. Uh-huh. And and I've been with him a little bit more frequent, so I'm trying to give you the blueprint. Uh-huh. But, you, but but too many times, the emotions of the past relationships affect that present or that future co-parenting. Uh-huh. And it's like you're trying to tell me what to do, and I'm like, that's not true. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm giving you the information that I know is facts, uh-huh. which is. He needs a bedtime. He has a morning routine. You know, give him the give him the freedom to make his own breakfast that he knows how to make. He knows how to be independent, but instead he wants this ask me, ask me, ask me. And I've learned that to a certain extent, yes, ask me. But if you know your kid waking up at seven in the morning and you like to sleep in till nine, you telling me that kid has to wait two hours till you wake up to eat? Uh. No, some some things should be, you know, unwritten rules like, hey, you wake up, go ahead and eat, do your morning routine. So I have my I have my oldest for the night right now. And um, he's just been off the wall a little bit. Uh-huh. He's been off the wall a little bit. And meaning like hit the routines that I set for him or the boundaries that I set for him when it came to his electronics. Like, for instance, my son loves Roblox. When I say love it, he will play robots all night until his iPad dies. And if it dies, he'll play it on the charger. Uh-uh. So what we do is we limit his game time. So first thing in the morning, he can't play his games until after lunch. Uh-huh. We do it that way because, one, we need you to wake up and do your morning routine. Wash your face, brush your teeth, wash your hands, you know, clean up your, well, make your bed, fix uh-huh. your cereal. Like, we don't even let him um, watch TV when he's eating breakfast because mm-hmm. he they get so distracted and yes. so caught up. Yes. Well, you know, you got soggy cereal, you know, and then you don't want to eat it. So, you know, we have set those in place. So then he comes with me and can I watch TV while I eat my cereal? And I'm like, now you know, we don't Since need to do that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, 10 in the morning, can I play my iPad? And I'm like, wait, what? So then I got curious and I'm like, he's really trying to play this iPad. Let me, cause I had the screen time on his iPad. I said, let me check and see. And I noticed over the past, maybe three to four days, he has been playing his iPad up to three o'clock in the morning, y'all. Right. Yes. So he was playing it up until that time. Till today, so when I picked him up from his father, you know, he was already looking glossy-eyed and tired and stuff like that. And I'm like, we going throughout our day, and he he nodding off. Mm-hmm. While, we, while we at the store, he's like, Mommy, I'm just so tired. 
Then we went to eat. And he's like, Mommy, I'm just so tired. I would be tired too if I didn't go to sleep at three, four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So tonight I had to give him um once again I reinforced his bedtime, which is 8 30. And um my son is very he's very to the point. Like he'll tell you things without telling you things. Like it's like, hey, what time did you go to sleep? And he pays attention to detail really heavy. So he's like, Mommy, um, don't be mad at me. I went to sleep at 4.54. And I was like, what? 4.54? I'm like, PM? He was like, well, I know my bedtime is 8.30, but my dad let me go to sleep at 4.54. And I was like, that's what, and then once again, I looked at the iPad. I was like, boy, you didn't go to sleep almost 5 o'clock in the morning. Are you serious? <laughs> But once again, his dad is in that, I just came back. I haven't been around my son. I want to be the fun dad. I want to be his friend. Yada, yada, yada. I say, you won't realize when he talks back to you, you're going to reemphasize, you're going to reinforce that you're the parent. But that hasn't, that isn't how you've been um, per, per, um, presenting yourself to him as his father, mm-hmm. you know. So that's like been my biggest, I've had to, I'm, I'm in the midst of forming a text message on how we could do better and balance and balancing the routines, even though he's in different households. So, you know what? I don't mean to cuss y'all. Um, <clears throat> you see how, okay. So this is what I want to say about this. This is my feedback and it's not really feedback. It's one of those things how you see the problem and you're creating the solution. Mm-hmm. Not too many people are going to do that. They're going to complain and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're going to complain about their co-parenting, you know, situation with, you know, the other parent, but they're not going to have any type of solution or even try to produce a solution. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we need to stop doing as adults with children, as parents. Some of us are just adults with children. Others are parents. Mm, girl, say that. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. That hit that, she hit that. Girl, she hit them looks and crannies on that little turkey, girl. She basted the hell out that thing. <laughs> well, no. Uh, we have to stop finding things to complain about. Because like I said, I think it's inflation. I think it's inflation. And then there are some people that they know that inflation exists. It's affecting everyone, but they're not inflating anything. They're finding solutions. Mm. So so in retrospective, into the thick of things, T, you're like that consumer that's not necessarily complaining about gas going up. You're trying to find a way to make more money. Mm. Yeah. So that the inflation of gas doesn't affect you. Mm. But there are people and lots of us, (laughs) because I am guilty of this sometimes too, that will complain about things and not create a solution Mm. or even attempt to create a solution. So um, kudos to you. That's what I hear when I hear you tell me this story. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. I'm trying. No, that's no, that is that is some real I'm stuff. Right there. I just I just see I think at the end of the day, I really am concerned about my child. 
and I've seen everything that I'm discussing with his father is because I had, I was at the learning curve at one point and trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And instead of me just letting things happen because so much is going on, I feel like, it, you know, in today's world, you either really involved in your kid's life to a point where, you know, like, I feel like some people, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without stepping on our toes. Um, but, you know, I, I'm ready for all the smoke. Some mm. people just like the idea of having a kid. Mm. And not necessarily take into the effect all that Ooh. comes with having a kid. They don't take into the, oh, I have to teach them. You mm. know, it ain't just about dressing and how it appears in social media. This is real life. This mm. is someone's life. You are guiding them to their purpose Blank as much as you can. Paper, baby. Blank piece of paper. And I, I say it all the time. And you're hitting it right on the head. Like when you're dealing with kids, like you're literally dealing with a blank slate. Mm-hmm. Nothing is on there. And 80% of the things that is filled in their head or that comes out of their mouth comes from you. Mm-hmm. And y'all know I've had my trials and tribulations with you. <laughs> <laughs> Realization of like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to watch y'all talk. I need to watch the things I do. Mm-hmm. I need to really set an example because here you are with this little being that's literally mimicking everything they see from you not because they know better or they don't know any better it's because that is exactly what they're exposed to all of the time uh without any other option you yeah (laughs) and and so it's so important to realize that like okay if you if someone if if someone started to write and document everything you said on a blank piece of paper in one day, what would that look like? Mm. Ooh, Chad, a lot of curse <laughs> words. <laughs> <laughs> that is what your kid is learning. Mm. So yeah. we definitely, like you said, some people, they just like the idea of having kids and it's for show, but it's like, no, this, this is some... There's some real life this stuff. This is real life. Hours, yeah. day in and day out. There is no breaks. Even if they go no. somewhere else, there is no breaks. And I and T, I want to say, girl, I commend you for even just letting that thing simmer in the draft section of them text messages. Man. Let that wow. thing simmer on down like a little good sauce. You know what I'm saying? I will say this, though. I will say just with communication period you can communicate all you want to to another person but unless they are ready to listen and receive then true there is nothing that there's nothing that can come out of that true i and i thought about that too you know you can lead the horse to the water but you can't make them drink but what i did was give you that help and that guidance so you can't say that oh shit i i i i, I don't want ever there's my my son's father neither one could ever say well she didn't tell me because baby i will talk you blue about these kids Mm -hmm. i will talk you blue because i I feel like with me having boys and it ain't even it's this is just for me in particular with me having boys i want them to have the best relationship with their fathers Mm -hmm. because i know the type of mother i am we gonna beat her we gonna be thick as thieves I don't ever want them to be like, well, she stopped me from doing this. And, no, baby, when, I'm never going to stop you from being a father. I have no reason to. 
You know what I'm saying? Unless it's for their greater good, I'm going to give you the blueprint because I want y'all to, I want your son to have that because mm-hmm. that's one thing I've realized even just in watching the people that I grew up with. We, a lot of people was missing that. You know, I had the, I had and the opportunity to grow up with my father. Yeah. And that makes a big difference when you have your parents in your life. Like, I mean, you're, you're hitting a point right here and I hate to cut you off, but this is really getting me like, I'm getting riled up right now because <laughs> you're making a very valid point. A mm-hmm. lot of people grew up without parents because their mama felt some type of way. Uh, that part. <laughs> your daddy ain't no deadbeat daddy. Your mama was mad, baby. Uh, That's what really happened. Girl, don't tell these people when secrets. He he today. Don't tell these <laughs> people secrets. And we this old of an age. Listen, mm-hmm. your daddy ain't a deadbeat. Your mama was mad. The fact that he did not want her. Or and, and used you or, as leverage and said, okay, well, you can't see my kid. Mm-hmm. And trying it's to control the situation. That's it's what happens. That has happened to a lot of people when they don't know and they grow up mad at their daddy. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some deadbeat dudes out there. There are. But there are quite a few that just because I don't want to be with you doesn't mean I don't want to have a relationship with my kid. But mm-hmm. a lot of us women, we do that. Oh, he doesn't want to be with me. He do- that means he doesn't want his kid. He's not gonna be around my kid, girl. Well, but and you I know something. And then the, the first men, thing they say is deadbeat. The men, the men, they they the same way. Oh, you don't want to be with me. You don't want to be with me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You you can keep that kid. You and that baby mm-hmm. go get yourself. And you be like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> you when a, I'm telling you, you'll see some women leave a situation where the man. May not have been, you know, it could have been abusive. It could have been whatever the case may be. And a woman just finally say, okay, enough is enough. I don't want to be with you. I just want to co-parent. Oh, you ain't, ain't no co-parenting. You're going to be a single parent. And they dip. Mm-hmm. There are people like that, unfortunately. But, but we got to get out of this. We have to be able to accept the fact when someone doesn't want you, but you, got a, you have a kid by them. Mm-hmm. You have to make it work some way. Mm, um, yeah. Without making it making a scene out of something that could be easily fixed, it could help a lot of mental health issues <clears throat> or avoid mental health issues. Girl, I see it all the time, and they be chasing yeah. and chasing and trying to fill that void with something else and something else until they got to get back to the root of that thing. And baby, you need to talk to your parents. That's exactly mm-hmm. where I come from. Sit down with your mama, actually have a conversation. What happened between you and this man that? you know that i'm not that call that i call daddy or i know him to be my father but we don't have a relationship what is that trauma that you inflicted that you decide to put in my life that has generational curse after curse after curse and look at me with my kids and i'm not with their child's father and so on and so Mm -hmm. forth yeah it's a cycle and it's it's so uncomfortable and i talked to sierra i told sierra this i said i feel do you i asked her i said do you feel like our relationships nowadays, and this could go with our kids or just the co-parenting situation, um, aren't as successful because we don't have many success stories within our families. Mm. Like the lack of, like, who can I, like, when I think of family-wise, who can I reach out to that has a, I don't even want to use the word, um, perfect definitely ain't the word, but I'll just more success 
of just, you know, continuously going and really working at it and being real truth. I don't have many options to go to, mm. you know, and that's where, where we get to you. Then you like, okay, well, let me reach out to my friends. And then you got friends and, or you got other outside entities that you have to look towards because you don't have that in your direct family. Like that, that's crazy. And that's true. And, and it's the same thing, not only for relationships with other people, but people's relationships with money. Mm. I, t- I literally said this the, <clears throat> a few weeks ago, like what happens when you're that person in your family and you ain't never made this much money and nobody in your family has ever made as much money as you're making right now. Who's going to tell you what to do with it? Who's going to yeah. tell you how to invest? Who's going to tell you to open up a trust? Who's going to tell you to, to, to start a business? Mm-hmm. Who's going to tell you about uh, estate planning? Like, seriously. So you you realize, and once you realize that you don't have that, you go and you look for it or you pay for it. Do whatever it is you got to do to figure out how to change something for the first time. Because just like you're the first person to graduate in your, your uh, family or you're the first person to have a successful business or you're the first person to make you know a six-figure salary you need to do your research on how to keep that and stop looking around when you know it's not there Mm. because you are the black sheep and it's the same thing with relationships sometimes you have to talk to people that you don't know but are professionals Mm -hmm. (laughs) in whatever field that you are not an expert in See, a lot of times, uh, some of some of us we try to uh, play expert in a field that we only are, you know. They ain't got no business in. Go ahead. Yeah, have an elementary mm-hmm. school education in. So yeah. it, it's like, all right, it's okay to not know everything. What's not okay is to pretend that you know what you're doing in a certain field and still be mediocre or less. Mm. when you can just have an expert or a professional help you mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. like like i said going piggyback into what you were saying it's just like when you don't grow up in that environment like you know where do you turn to and, and i know this to be a fact because i experienced this when i was in college not once but twice i experienced this when i was in the military i have continuously experienced this experience this you know uh feeling like darn i really don't have anybody in my family that i could turn to and ask questions now i do have a a few cousins however they are busy and their path is completely different from mine so for Mm -hmm. me what this looks like is like really when you're stepping into an arena when you're leveling up to something new or something you've never experienced you are just like that child of yours, a blank piece of paper. Mm, and yeah. I'm preaching right now because that's how I am in real estate. I'm a blank piece of paper. So every time a professional in real estate says something and they've been in it for years, like I'm yeah. looking like a zombie or a freaking deer caught in the head, like eyes open, mouth closed. Yes, sopping that thing up like a little biscuit with some gravy. Style. I always get people like, you okay? Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm in my zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't nothing on this real estate uh, piece of paper. 
other than the things that I have learned, but this is this is a different level. This is a different ball game in California. This is in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. No offense, but I've you know dealt with properties you know growing up with my parents. However, California is a different ball game. It's it's, it's everything is different. So it's just like I don't have anybody here that's in this arena. Mm-hmm. So I have to learn from whoever I can learn from. Soon as they open their mouth, I close mine. Mm. And if you and if and if I wouldn't want to switch places with you professionally, nine times out of ten, I'm not listening to what you got to say. Mm. Yeah. And it's mm. not and it's no disrespect, it's no discrediting. What I'm saying is it's dream building, it's, mm. it's gold digging. And and somebody that, you know, some anybody that's not where I want to be. Nine times out of ten, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen. And that's just how people are. It's not just me. And I can't speak for everyone, but I'm telling you. Yeah, because I want you to speak from would experience. rather switch places with right, exactly. people listen to them. Mm-hmm. All the time. They listen to them. They're they're borderline influencers. They mm-hmm. are influencers. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference. So 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 yeah, when you don't have that influencer in your family. Nine times out of ten, it's because you are the influencer. Mm, and you have yeah. to look other places to find exactly what you need to learn. That part right there. Yeah. I'm learning. I've learned. But like you said, it goes, I feel like in the, when it comes to the the co-parenting, going back to what I was saying, that I, I'm essentially the influencer with both of my child's fathers. Because one been gone away for so long. And the other is new to the game. Mm. Well, here I been going away for so long. It just make it sound like he was in prison, girl. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Right, well, let me clarify, y'all. He was stationed. He was, there you go. He was in the military. He was stationed in Japan for the last almost three years now. So for the last three, and he's only, you know, with COVID, that really, he was gone for almost two years before seeing our son um, because of COVID and stuff like that. And now he lives in Texas, so we we co-parenting or whatnot. But he was gone for a while, so he's relearning our son. But I, like you said, I'm the, essentially the influencer. I'm giving you the, the keys to this one because I've been around. You know, he's eight now. You know, I've been doing this. Uh, I can say I was. I got back. I got out of the military going when he was five. Uh, so for the last three years, it's really just been me. So mm-hmm. if I'm telling you about this child that I have been seeing from the sun up to sundown continuously through mm-hmm. sick and health and all the other good stuff, you got to know like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. And then I have this new child who once again is completely dependent on me. I didn't got to the point where when I said, when I uh, was talking earlier, like you got to invest in, you know, some people like just having a kid. You got to invest in your kid. I'm to the point where I make my baby's food. But not only do I breastfeed him, I make his food from scratch. Like, mm. I'm investing in my baby. Okay. Like, not only that, you know, I could tell, I could tell, like, his father works a four and three schedule. My youngest, his father works a four and three schedule. So, for four days, he's working straight. Three days, he's off. Those three days, I'm having a fill in the gap. Mm. But I'm okay with doing that. Because I don't ever want him to feel like, dang, I don't know my son. No. Hey, here, 
this, you know, when you change his diaper, give him this toy. This is keep him distracted. I'm going to Chick Fil A, girl. <laughs> Listen, if it, as long as it ain't on a Sunday, you know, girl. But yeah, like I just feel like that's how I be feeling. Like I, I'm the influencer when it comes to my children. For you know my child's both of their dads like um and when it comes to certain things in my family like i said i don't have it in my family until like you said i realized i am that one mm. i'm that one that they can reach out to and you know don't ask me for no money because i'm saying no but yeah. um if you need some advice i got you because that's the free 99 <laughs> Girl. that is the free 99 but and i do think be worth more than money they just don't know it yet Yes, but I do feel like because of the the rise and everything that's going on, the inflation, it does play a part in every, like, the inflation is going on in every aspect of life right now. It ain't just the gas crisis. It ain't just the food crisis. Man, I feel, I, I, I definitely feel like people, people driving faster. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, if you drive faster, you probably gonna use more gas or the same right. gas. So nice. you can slow your roll now. Slow Put that down. thing on cruise control and relax. Okay. You know, but it's crazy because like you said, Sierra, people aren't trying to find a solution. People not trying to earn more money. You know, they just trying to they just want to complain and sit there and sulk. Mm. Or just talk. And now that's or that's just talk. I, I ain't gonna hold you. <clears throat> I now I am a well-known chit chatter. We know this. <laughs> I am a chit chatter, but anything that comes out of my mouth, for the most part, it is something to progress, or is something like okay, it's a play. <laughs> In short, it's a play, or it's it's an idea to get some things done. And whenever I, I say most things, I do them. So I, I have been having a problem with uh, with people saying that they they are going to do things or just talking to hear <laughs> themselves talk and, and not being serious about what they're saying. Mm. And that really gets under my skin. Now, on the flip side, I can be quiet. And I came to this recollection today. When I'm quiet, uh, either I'm hungry I'm tired <laughs> or I'm irritated. <laughs> and I just know, like, you know what? Just be quiet. Um, but going back to, you know, saying what I was going to say is like everything is inflated. Even, you know, people's conversation is just kind of like, you know, you're just talking to talk. Um, you're just saying what sounds good. And I'm not mm-hmm. looking for what sounds good. I need to, I'm, I'm looking for what feels good. Mm. So whenever you follow through on what you say you're going to do or whatever, I know it's going to make me feel good or you feel good. Somebody feel good, Mm. but don't just be talking to me to talk because whenever I, you know, dial it back when I spin the block, oh, didn't you say, and then you, you know, you're you're talking in circumstances. Start backpedaling. Okay. Mm. All right. Never mind. You know, because it's just like, don't get me motivated and hyped up now. Don't do that. And you you know, it's it was just, oh, I was just talking. 
because then yeah, I got we to don't need those. Mm-hmm. I'm looking stupid because I really thought, and, and, and I have to stop doing that because when I say, oh, I want to do this, or I plan on doing this, or I am, I'm going to, nine times out of ten, if I don't get it done, it's because I either forgot or I have done everything in my power and failed terribly but learned a lot. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. T you 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 really are, are striking some nerves for me and hitting some points. Like you said, everything is inflated. Girl, yeah. she hitting them joints at a turkey with them juices, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just so I love how you can just you keep going with this food thing that every time <laughs> she hungry. Like, yeah. really? Clearly, clearly, I need to eat something. I need to eat something. Sound but like that's, turkey. But that's what I but that's what I think about, girl. I'm thinking about that. I'm just thinking about that. The fried turkey, how the skin be so crispy. Like Sierra, <laughs> Sierra, she she, you know, she done she after you don't put the juices in the joints, tea, I just think of Sierra. She just take that turkey and just dunk that thing, baby. Let that thing throw on up. When her time said, when she come, when it when it all come out, it's all like gold. Well, I gotta be the hot grease. Girl, she got to be the hot. Listen, that thing all yeah, crispy she... and crunchy and stuff. That thing be all good. I'm just the person that you know you just let the turkey just rest on, you know what I'm saying, before you carve into it. Yeah. Get it, yeah. Make sure the juices don't fall too far away from the turkey now, you know. Okay, I see your analogy. So T is the turkey baster. She's the yeah. injectious of hot grease. You the hot grease. And you the cooling rack. And I cool okay. <laughs> Sound like we uh we wants to be working with then. Hey, listen. We is wants to be working with. I just you know y'all this this is this talk gave me some insight as well because you know some sometimes you don't realize your problems so you say them out loud. Mm. You don't realize how good or bad they is until you repeat it to other folks and get their reaction. Um. And, you know, I just be needing, I be needing this. I needed this today. Mm. I needed this today. Now I can go finish that message <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> uh, which it always was. But, you know, I'm just going to make sure I ain't inflating the conversation. Hey, or inflating, you know, <laughs> I'm going to say what I need to be said. And you either going to hear me or you going to feel it. Mm. Trying to help you, but you can't. You can't help folks. Yeah. People don't want to be helped. And you know what? With your situation, I feel like so many times, like you can, you can be as strict as you want to on kids, or as lenient as you want on kids. They gonna find a way to strike yeah. a nerve, baby. Mm. And have you feeling like, man, I'm about to just <laughs> break mm. <laughs> for real, like. That's and they don't even. It's not even an intentional thing. Yeah. Uh, when kids get you in that mode of like, you know, Lord help me, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Uh, and 
too many times. No one ever speaks about this whenever you have a kid. Girl, they probably don't even realize that they're doing it. They don't realize the, like the stages that they, that the that their kids are in, you know. So how can they explain something that they used to and they don't see no other way? Yeah, true. But I'm gonna give you this is an example. And now I know at least two of us on this phone have been through this. Wait, what? Get on the phone. Listen, listen. I get on the phone. All of a sudden. All of this noise, all of this yelling, all of this. I'll be, like, <laughs> be looking like, you gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me, right? And it mm-hmm. give me the most important phone calls or even meetings at work. Like, I remember I was in a meeting and I was just talking, and then here, mommy, I need you to make me a sandwich because da, 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 da. I said, wait a minute. Oh. I had to mute myself so quick. Uh-uh. <laughs> I said, clearly, you see that I am in a meeting. Are you serious right now? Like, I've never, that is probably the fastest I ever started sweating in my life. Like, ma'am, <laughs> please. Even, you know, just having simple phone conversations, it's just like, I'm priority. I might cut you off and not even realize, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, mommy. Excuse me. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And like, I wish I could capture like the look on my face when this happens. <laughs> no, because like as a parent, you have those moments when you're trying to do things, and then sometimes it's like the other parent never deals with that type of thing. But when you're trying to do things, and I know, like, I'm speaking from experience as a mother, like, I'm either making an important phone call or in a meeting or it's something and I get like the interruption the abrupt interruption or just you know the excessive noise making well really I need a quiet background but it's just like okay we gonna ride with this because you know I can't do anything now but put myself on mute for a split second and see like could you please stop type Mm -hmm. of situation but it's always like it take you from like zero to 100 so quick because it almost <laughs> it be seeming intentional and I'm like ma'am I no read. it is it is though because think about it you on the phone they need something and they know you're gonna just agree so they can go ahead about their business mm, Mama, can, I, can I get a can I get a snack boy get the snack and get one from me uh-huh. <laughs> get the snack and go I'm on the phone Mm-hmm. You gotta get back. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my kid. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's fine. And in my head, I'm like, you know, it's not fine. Don't even say that. Mm-hmm. This is not okay. And they only doing this. My son does that, especially with his game. Mommy, can I just play my game while you're on the phone? Well, get away from me. Well, that, what that loud, old, that loud old behind whisper. We still can okay, hear that you. Okay, that loud sir. Yeah. Everybody on the phone call, oh, yeah, my son loves that, too. I'm like, baby, that, that ain't the purpose. We talking business. Okay. We talking to these kids. We talking to these kids. These kids, we, we'll be talking to we blue in the face, honey. We're not talking about yeah. these kids. I, you know what? I hate to bring this up, T, but I remember. <laughs> oh, child. <laughs> my child. He is something else. I think he might have been like four. 
And she was in a car. Well, we both were in cars, clearly. Because she was through my speaker, too. And um, she was driving. And um, he started just, like, while she, and the men sent it to her, like, telling me something. Like, I can't remember what it was. But he just started cutting her off. And I mean, like, talking, like, super loud. She was like, stop it! <laughs> For real. Because at first, like, she tried to, like, brush off, like, just wait a minute. And then he just kept talking. She was like, wait a minute. And then before you know, she was like, please stop it. I want to go. He don't. Yeah, my son don't care. He he didn't. Because he still was just like, oh, I just have to say one thing. Like, it it, it did not. And the one thing. The one thing be so, mommy. I just, I just wanted to show. I just want to tell you, I saw an airplane, boy. If you don't see that, shut up. Get out my face. That's why those videos when kids be like, I gotta show you something. That, that is exactly why. Sometimes it be funny because it's just like, a lot of times you be thinking like it's gonna be something important. They be like, this is important to me because I'm gonna show you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cartwheel and can't even do a cartwheel or you know but you want to motivate them you're like oh good job but you be like why <laughs> nah they, I, mama let me show you how high i could jump baby you jumped an inch mm-hmm. go practice go back in there and practice because i go back in and practice oh. man but you know something as fun as funny as that is that goes into that blank canvas they don't know no better mm-hmm. they don't know it's so funny see i literally had that same moment today I was in the store buying the the youngest uh high chair and my oldest was trying to tell me something, but I'm like, I'm like, babe, let mommy focus and I'm gonna give you your time. And he was like, okay, because I gave him that attention, but I said, just wait. Then when I finally gave, I said, okay, Malik, what you want to tell me? He said, oh, mommy, uh, don't we got that at home? I said, see, I'm, I'm not, you just pointed out something so it's random, but he just was saying he was trying to get my attention of like it was of importance, and it was important to him. Mm-hmm. But still, it was just like, "Mommy, mommy, can I please? Can I just? I just want to say it once, please. Can I just?" I was like, "Baby, wait." You realize wait. that you really gotta take yourself to their level sometimes, just to understand, because in it, it, it's. It's one of those situations where as an adult um, or as a parent, you don't realize exactly how much you know until your kids start saying things um, that you're like, okay, yeah, you should know that. But in reality, it's like, no, no, yeah, are are very new to them. And so they want to let you know that they know a little something, something, even if it's nothing. But you kind of got to play along and be like, oh, man, you teaching me something new. Mm-hmm. You know? So so I, I definitely get that one. But, you know, I, I think sometimes we kind of just overlook it as parents. And by the way, this episode is not about parenting. It's just a big <laughs> part of our life. <laughs> Baby, this is inflation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is, they, they part of it, too. Oh, yes. Oh yes. Wait, why you said only two two out of the three can uh who are the two out of three that experienced this year? Cause you me and T. Oh. You don't think I experienced it too? 
I feel like you're such an understanding person, and it's probably because you're a therapist that you're like, oh, well, girl, like your response, I'm like, fear it. She like, <laughs> no, my no, I just. Listen, I already be having that face. My girl, can you imagine trying to you on the phone and they come up and you got your mouth all scrunched up? You trying to talk between your teeth, <laughs> girl? Yes. See, I I done I done conditioned her to know like when you see me on that phone and I hear before I even hear you coming, I got my hand up, snapping like this, so that way you know do not come across that threshold because if you do. Exit it's going to be trouble, trouble. My baby is calling, okay? So I'm going to have to call it a night early. It sounds uh, good. We've been on here about an hour. So, so yeah. I think we're good. I think we are good. It was good talking to you, lady. Yes, I missed you. I missed you too. Missed you too, girl. And you all know what you have tuned into. This is the Miserable Wives Club podcast. You guys have a good night. Good Good night. night.